calling all overwhelmed coaching and service-based entrepreneurs. Are you struggling with working in and on all the things when it comes to your business? Delegating projects to your team, struggling with apps, tools, and programs that are supposed to make you feel more productive? You are not alone. We have created this podcast for you. Tune in each week to hear how you can create structure within your business, learn when it's time to hire a team, and be the fly on the wall for the episodes when we talk with other entrepreneurs who were in this same situation, but worked through it with the help of a team. Welcome to the Business Managers Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Business Managers Podcast. We are happy to be back. We are in full swing of summer by the time you hear this. Uh, and I'm sure it's hot and humid where you are. Today's guest is Crystal Cherry Colson. She's the owner of Crystal Cherry Digital, a digital advertising company. She helps coaches and consultants fill their email lists, programs, and courses using targeted Facebook and Instagram ads so that they can take their business to the next level. Crystal loves using her background in digital marketing and communications to take the confusion out of Facebook and Instagram ads and develop heart-centered strategies that lead to growth. Fellow communications person here. Yay. It's kind of mm-hmm. like you need it, right? For the stuff that you do, for sure. You really do. And it comes, it's, it's kind of one of those skills that really comes in handy. Like you can pretty much do anything with it. Right. And no yeah. one told us that when we were growing up. No, not <laughs> at all. <laughs> Welcome to the show. We are happy to have you here today. Thank and you, you use, for having me. Yes. And you use another one of my favorite terms, heart-centered. Yep. Yes. That has been, I, I've been trying to get in touch with like, you know, what is it that I really do? Because yes, I do Facebook and Instagram ads, but there's a bunch of people that do that. But I really, at the core of it, like having that heart-centered, it takes a little bit of the ick out of it. And I think my clients, they really do care about yep. helping their customers and their clients. So it kind of translates to that all around. Yeah, we've run into people that we we've used that phrase in the past and they're like, what is what is it's usually men. We have a few mentors that are men and they they were like, what the hell is heart centered, heart centered business owners. And then Melissa gets gets all woo on them and and, uh, explains it. Yeah, lay it down. (laughs) But, you know, you I mean, you can't limit heart centered to just female. I mean, no. Not at all. But that's typically where you land, you know. Right. They're more in tune with their heart center than a yes uh, than a man typically is. But how do you utilize heart center to target your audience? That's a very good question. I have found that it really comes down to how I speak to my clients, my potential clients, and how I work with them. Heart-centered, I feel in a way like it comes across in your words, but it also comes across in the way that you actually do business. And I think when your clients genuinely can feel that you care about them and their success and you're a part of their team and not just doing a job for them. Like my clients, when they come to me and they're saying, you know, oh, I want to reach this goal because it's going to help me do maybe a passion project. I get excited about that too. So I'm like, okay, let's do that together. So it kind of like, yes, we're benefiting each other and it just, you kind of feed off each other. That's what, that's what I see heart centered as. So it really is something it could 
kind of sort of be hard to explain, mm. but I think it's just more so a way of being in the way that you do your work. I couldn't agree more. Yes. Especially, you know, with the ass space, generally people, the reason people want to run ass is because they want to make more money. I think that's really kind of like the simple, like, why do you want to do it? I want to make more money. I want to, you know, triple my business. But especially when you're talking about things where it is going to affect your income like that, it does help to kind of have that more. Okay, so why are we really doing like what does that mean other than just I want to make more money? Because that really that often doesn't provide that connection to really be able to achieve that goal. Absolutely. I think that when a feeling is connected to that ad, sometimes it grabs people differently especially if they have a heart-centered feeling about that particular ad. Right. And I feel, especially with ads, because with an ad, ideally, you know, the ad isn't selling the product. You want someone to see the ad and either be connected, caught by the graphic, and then they read the copy. And then whatever is in that copy is going to make them want to take that action to click over to whatever it is that you're promoting. So when you tap into those emotions and you really connect with your ideal customer and understand their problems and help them feel what you're saying, then you're doing, that's doing the job. Facebook and Instagram ads, ads in general, digital ads, I feel are super important. Like we have clients that come to us and say, can you help me with our ads? And we we're like, nope, it's its own beast. So yes. what? And we, we send them to people that know, people like you that know exactly what they're doing. So how did you get started with that sort of aspect of marketing? And how do you work with your clients? The way I got into the advertising space, is it happened. There were two things that happened. One, it was a natural progression for how I started my own business. I actually started doing more technical stuff. I was doing website development for coaches and consultants, still the same type of clients, but I was doing more of the technical behind the scenes stuff. And then just from my own passion, started to get learn more about marketing itself. Because at the end of the day, even with that, marketing is still a part of that. Marketing is a part of everything. Right. Um, So as my clients begin to have their own growth and looking at ways that I could support them better, I became aware of Facebook ads and started looking into that. And it kind of fed my need. I like that it's just a little technical. It's analytical because you have to pay attention to the metrics. And then there's also that creative aspect because you're creating the copy and the graphics and you're coming up with the strategy. So for my own personal needs, it kind of fed that desire and each ad campaign is a little different. So that's when I kind of pivoted and then started to focus on ads. And plus two, because one thing my clients always say is that I do a good job of just, you know, like explaining things to them, not that they're going to go do it themselves, but they know if they need to understand something, the why behind it, Mm -hmm. they can come to me for that. So it helps with me kind of just simplifying that whole process for them. That's awesome. So do you take them from start to finish with their ads? I mean, do you work with people like graphic designers and stuff? Do you do any of the copy? How does that usually work with the clients? Do they just, they come to you for the strategy of everything and putting it all together? So for most of my clients, I, I create and manage the ads for them. So they come to me, they say, Hey, I have this program that I'm getting ready to launch. 
what's the best way to do this and use the ask to do so. So it could be, um, you know, sending, starting with an email opt-in or doing, sending people to a webinar. It really depends on what it is, like at the end of the day, what they're trying to sell. So I work with them. I learn about what they're doing, what their goals are. If they have past data, definitely take that into account. And then we create the strategy based on their goals. And then I do create the, the images and the copy for them. I use the images that they have. Um, but if they don't, then I can usually, I come up with some as well, but I do all that creative for them. And then once the campaigns are launched, I'm doing the management, which is the other important piece to make sure that things are performing well, tweak is necessary, but I'm also keeping them in the loop all, as all that is going on. Mm. I do offer services where I just do kind of all of that up to the point where I'm not managing the ads and doing it for them, just kind of the strategy piece for people that do want to do it themselves. Yeah. There are those people that like to keep their eye on everything, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but a lot of people find there is, there is value in having someone do it for you just because that person knows what to look for. Mm -hmm. And while it may not take that long for you to go in and, you know, look and see how your ads are performing when you're doing that, plus a bunch of other things, and you're in the middle of a launch, do you really want to be looking at an ad and going in and saying, okay, well, this one isn't doing well. Let me go in and tweak my audience or let me tweak my copy or send this off to my VA to do this. And then it just becomes one more thing to do mm -hmm. when you really can just be focusing on your launch and serving your clients. Mm -hmm. It seems like a lot of work and that you would want to give that to somebody else to, to sort of manage for you especially if it's not your specialty to, to, to do. Right. And I always say um, the thing about Facebook ads is that it's kind of a layered process. Like, so there's your audience targeting, which is important. Then there's going to be your creatives, your graphic and your ad copy, which is also important. And then you're also going to have to understand how to go in and look at the numbers that are coming through on the ads, how they're performing so that you know where to go in and make those changes. Mm. So it really is a layered approach. It's not really just going in and knowing how to create a campaign and knowing how to write some text and create an image and then publish it and just watch and see how it is. That in itself really is not enough. Yes, you can do that, but you need to know how to understand what you're looking at to make sure that you're getting the best for your dollar. Mm -hmm. So what are like, what are some signs that business owners can look for to know that their business is ready for Facebook and or Instagram ads? Um, well, the first thing I always start with when someone says they want to run ads, I start with why, because as I said before, when it comes, some people think ads is a quick fix, like, well, you know, I can spend a couple hundred dollars and I'm going to make millions because I'm going to be in front of all these people. And it's like, yeah, if only, um, right. you know, you're not going to spend $200 and make, you know, 50 grand. But it's like, why, you know, why do you really want to run ads? What is the goal there? So the second thing that I always say to look at is if it is for an offer, whether it's, you know, to sell a coaching package or you're trying to get someone into a program, a course of some type, is it a proven offer? Because ads are not going to fix a broken funnel. 
as will get you traffic and that and having that traffic and having that greater reach and reaching more people will help you get more sales. But if you're not even able to sell what you're trying to sell organically, you need to look at what you're doing first and figure out what is broken before you spend money on ads to get people to it. It's just going to bring people to your broken funnel. (laughs) Exactly. And then people like to say, well, the ads didn't work for me. And it's like, there's usually more to the story. Like why? And if, and if you do it, maybe let's say you try it and they don't work, you need to be figuring out why, Mm -hmm. why didn't they work? Because usually there is answer. For example, I had a client of mine that was using someone else for ads before I started focusing on ads. And she just had ads for an email opt-in and she pretty much said the same thing. Yeah, I did ask, but I really didn't see much come out of it. And when I looked deeper into what happened, it was an email opt-in campaign. She got email leads, but then when the leads were imported into her email marketing software because of the plan that she had, they weren't receiving any welcome email. They weren't receiving the nurture sequence. Which brings me to my third point, which is kind of related to the other one. Not only do you need to have a proven offer, but you need to make sure that whatever happens next, that it is working. Um, Because if there is a hole there in your process, again, the ad isn't going to fix that. You're not going to get the benefit from it. So yes, you have those leads. Yes, you can follow up with them. But if you're the Facebook ads aren't going to do all the work. Once you get those leads, once you get those potential customers, what are you going to do with them to actually close the sale? Mm. Test, 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 test. Yes, test. (laughs) And then the final thing I say to look for to see if you're ready is just make sure that you have the budget for it. Um, You can start on your own and, you know, just spend a little bit of money and kind of get your feet wet to figure out your audiences and things of that nature. But if it comes to the point where you are doing full campaigns, and especially if you're paying someone to do it, make sure that you have money set aside, at least $500 for testing, the more the better, because at the end of the day, you're paying for that data. And I always like to say, you know, if you were going to go gambling, you wouldn't go with your last couple hundred dollars and hope that you're going to get the money back, knowing that you have something important that you need to use that money for. You're going to put your play money and kind of save for that and kind of go into it knowing, hey, if I get, if I win, that's great. But at the end of the day, if I don't, I know that money was set for that and that it was for entertainment purposes. And it's kind of the same with Facebook ads, but the difference is with Facebook ads, let's say that you do a campaign for the first time and you didn't get the results that you want. Yes, you may not have made the money that you wanted, but you have data and information there to look at to figure out why you didn't get the results that you want so that the next time when you do it again, you can have better success. Mm. It's funny that you you mentioned the the budget because we did a a survey over the winter and one of the questions was how much do you spend usually a month on marketing and it was the you know the biggest percentage I don't remember what the percentage was but it was $500. So that's that's like sort of what people are, I think are willing to risk, right? To right. to see what can work and 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 what they can do to to bring in more business. So that's, yeah, that's right on that. 
Um, oh, yes. If if I, I think it might have even been less than five hundred that they're willing to spend. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So my clients that I work with is usually for a three month contract, and we spend the first month testing, the second month optimizing, and then the third month scaling. So by that third month, we've figured out what, what's worked well so that you can then spend more because you have a better idea of how right. much of the return on investment. That 90 days, we, mm-hmm. we use that, not use it, but that's, that's sort of our target as well. I know, and especially in, in ads, I mean, people probably want immediate, I'm sure you see that. Yes. I, I want immediate return. And it's like, you gotta, you really do need to like breathe and let it to test it. You know, it's the same thing when we work with our clients, we don't hit the ground running and all of their problems are solved, you know? So it's, you really do have to test it, tweak it, and then you perfect it. And it's like, all right, now we're, the bus is moving. Now we know what we're doing. Let's throw a little bit more money at it and and, and, and then go make your millions, right? <laughs> right, exactly. It is, it is kind of, you have to have a little bit of that, just patience. I won't say delayed gratification, but especially like I've had someone come to me where they were like, my ads aren't performing. And then when I talked to them, they had just, it hadn't even been a week. And I'm like, well, you, <laughs> it's like, you got to give us some more time. <laughs> right. Go do something. Leave me to focus yes. on this and I'll call you back in another 60 days, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's like, just give it time. It's like, you know, it's not, it wasn't, bu- everything isn't built in a day. We got to get the data. Facebook knows everything, but I will say Facebook, some people like to, or they get discouraged because of the fact that, you know, organic visibility is not that great. Yeah. I think only about 5% of your followers actually see your organic posts, which is not a lot when mm-hmm. you consider all the time you spend in that content. So then people are like, well, now I have to pay Facebook in order to be seen. But it's like, at the same time, Facebook has a lot of information about what everyone is doing. And the great thing about ads is that they're going, they are actually going to work to show your ad to the people likely to take the action. So if you're trying to get conversions, they're going to, you know, they're going to look for those people and they're kind of doing their own testing while they figure out the people, your audience that you've selected as to, you know, okay, so who is likely to actually opt in to this freebie or purchase this course or sign up for the webinar? So yeah, it's in their interest. To because if if you see no return right. and you and you've you you've thought you've perfected it, Facebook sees no more money because you know you you as a business owner are going to be like forget it. So of course they're going to work hard once you start, which is great. I mean, right? It makes a lot of sense, you know. So yeah, you awesome. just have to be willing to play the game, <laughs> right? So do those Facebook ads target people outside of your market? Not outside your market, but outside of your like friends group. Yes, you can. Well, when you go in and create your audience, you can you can target your followers. You can target your followers' friends, or you can just target the masses. You can do it by an area. You can do it based on their interests, what pages they like, things of that nature. There's so that's one of the great things about Facebook ads is the targeting capability because you can get really granular. We're talking about before we started recording about our 
ideal clients or the clients that seem to come to us. So let's say you have, you're a coach and you work primarily with women that are 30 to 35. You can target women from 30 to 35 that, you know, like Whole Foods or shopping at Target, <laughs> probably something more specific than that, because right. I feel like that's something everyone does. But you can really get specific. You can target your competitors' followers, which sounds, it you know, but I mean, it's really just about being strategic. You're not stealing clients from anyone. Mm. So that's the great thing that I love about Facebook is the targeting capability. That really is pretty cool. Where do you see, this is just curiosity here. Where do you, I know they, Facebook and Instagram kind of, they work in tandem. Where mm. do you see that clients get more bang for their buck? Do you see more traffic coming? I guess it depends, but on in general, do you see more coming from Instagram or Facebook? Actually from Facebook, which sometimes can annoy people just because Instagram, I feel like it's just simpler. You just scroll and look at photos right. and reels and stuff. And in Facebook, you're getting, you know, posts and videos and groups and pages, but still most of the traffic in my experience has been coming from Facebook, but I always, I always do ask to both. Even when people just say, Hey, I want to target Instagram. I always recommend doing both. Mm -hmm. And then if we see from the numbers that for some reason, Facebook isn't performing well, then we could turn that off. But I always say, start with both. Why, why, um, you know, I can't think of the word. Why limit limit your your audience that way? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, they didn't, you you had to pick one and now it's like well right. like you get buy one get one basically yeah, right same thing so that's why i usually lead with facebook ads cuz that's usually what people ask or are familiar with facebook yep. ads but it's the same thing yeah if you're doing facebook you're doing instagram right speaking of instagram yes i saw a post that you posted about uh facebook live going live uh whether it's on instagram or facebook and you know what you suggest Um, where you should do those Facebook lives or live videos and why. So what can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So I noticed that, especially when it comes to launches and things of the nature, if you're doing lives to promote something specific, there is a tendency sometimes to go live from your Facebook profile because you usually do have some business connections there and it's easier for people to see your um, your post in your lives, just for the reason that I said earlier about the 5% from your business page. People may not notice it if you're doing it from the page. However, going back to the targeting with Facebook, one of the things you can do is target people that view your videos and they don't have to view the entire video. You can do it based on a percentage. You can do it for people that watch the first 30 seconds, things of that nature, depending on the length of the video. But if you're doing it from your Facebook profile, you're missing out on that opportunity. And, you know, think of all the people. I'm a lurker. Sometimes I watch something and, you know, I I may like, but I may not like. I may just watch it. I'm not going to comment. So if you're doing it from your profile, you're missing out on an opportunity to then show ads to those people that showed enough interest to watch your Facebook live or watch your video. And then you also get the information and data on the people that did watch the video. Mm. So definitely use your Facebook page where possible over your profile. Yeah, that's a question that comes up 
I mean, just in general for business with Facebook, can I post everything on my business, on my personal profile? And it's like, you want to like, someone's going to start blocking you and then you're in jail, you're in Facebook jail and no one's happy. And so it's good. Yeah. Good practice just to stay on your business page. And I just want to say that I love that you called yourself a lurker. Um, This is (laughs) why we connected so well, because I use that term about myself all the time. Yeah. I'm a lurker and, and people can't discount us lurkers, you know, no. because we see always watching. You're all, always watching. I see you. I see you. Yes. Right. <laughs> there, I've even had situations where, you know, someone will pay, post a Facebook related ad question and I'll respond. And then like some person I'm never have no idea who it is, like sees that. And then they reach out to me and I'm looking back and I'm like, they didn't comment on the post. They didn't like the post, but I just figured out where they found me. So yes, the lurkers, us lurkers count. Yep. <laughs> yep. We it's see so things. True. Yep. We do. And people like back to retargeting, like we're, I remember when retargeting sort of first hit Facebook and all of that. And you'd be like, Facebook's listening. I was just in Target. And now I'm seeing Target. It's like, we're so used to it now that yeah. we expect, like I was talking to my sister on text the mm-hmm. other day about Las Vegas. And then I scrolled in Instagram and all I could see was, you know, ads for Las Vegas. And it's like, it's, you're so used to it. And I actually, now I actually appreciate it because I'm getting to the point we've spoken about our age at this point on this podcast before we were recording where I can look something up and then 10 minutes later, I'm going to forget what the hell I was doing. So I thank Facebook and Instagram for reminding me what it was <laughs> I was searching for three days ago. So retargeting folks. It helps us. It's good people. and it works. Yes. Right? I, I love that you said that because I appreciate that too. Cause I'm especially, I know when Facebook is looking for the people that are likely to make a purchase and stuff, I'm one of those people because yeah. I'll see an ad for stuff. I'm like, Oh, that's cool. And then I'll open it up in one of my like 20 million tabs, either on my <laughs> right? laptop yeah. or my phone. Yeah. And then, you know, life happens and I go away. And then I'll look at it a couple of days later and I'll forget. But then when the ad comes up, I'm like, Oh yeah, I need to do that thing before the sale is over. <laughs> right. so, yes. It, it people think it's creepy, but it's like, you know what? There's a benefit to it. Yeah. A good <laughs> yeah. reminder. I needed those toe only socks, just socks for my toes. I yes. know I saw the link somewhere. Well, they might help for my Vons. Yes. As my mother calls them. My mother calls Van Vons. The toeless socks might help for the Vons because then you're not just wearing bare feet. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. No, just socks for your toes, not toeless socks. Just oh. little socks for your toes. <laughs> That's what I'm, that's what I'm making up today. Yeah. Okay. I get you. (laughs) When you want to, if you like to sleep with socks on in the summer, but you're hot, just get, just cover the toes. Yeah. Just put the toe socks on. Listen, it's going to be the next hottest thing, ladies. You'll see that retargeting you, right? I know. Right. When we hang up, right? Yes. (laughs) Oh man. So I um, like to often throw in this question for people giving them advanced warning. I like to ask people about their favorite business book. Oh, that's a good question. And I have to pick just one. Um, You can pick one or two. Or 10, whatever. Or 20, whatever. Yeah, I, I have quite a few in my Audible. I will say 
I'm going to go a little different. It's not, it's not a business book, but I do like the book and the overall general message that it has about life. And that okay. is the four agreements. Love that book. That is, I make it a point to listen to that book. Um, not scheduled, but I try to listen to it just once a quarter for the yeah. reminder and then carry that over into my business as well. Because I do think it's a really just good, authentic way to live your life. And I found that, you know, when I practice those things, it I ended up being much happier Absolutely. in so many ways. Mm. So yeah, I definitely recommend that. That's a good one. I, yeah. And I've listened to some podcasts that they talk about the book too. And I, I've enjoyed those. So I need to find those. Yeah. If I can, if I can find them, I'll, uh, it was like this random podcast too, but they they spoke to him and uh, um, about it. So I'll, if I can find them, I'll put, I'll have Kelly put them in the show notes yes. and yeah, share with you as well. Cause it's um, really cool. And, and I think he came to a bookstore up in New Hampshire once that we tried to go to, but it didn't work out. Cause so that would have been really cool. Yes. I would love to meet him. Mm-hmm. Me too. Maybe we can put that on our bucket list. Yes. We'll do a little road trip. <laughs> meet in the middle, right? Yes. That would be fun. One more random question. Okay. It won't, I don't think it'll uh, hurt our brain cells much, but if you had no deadlines, what project or task would you focus on right now? Whether it's business or not, you know, like you've got the perfect day, no clients are bugging you. You don't have to do any, no creatives, no ads, no copy. What are you working on? So what would I do for, I'm actually gonna, I have a fun task that I've been putting off. I like tiny miniatures. I just, I don't know. I think they're adorable. Just these little miniature sets. And I discovered these kits kits that you can buy where you assemble little scenes and stuff. So I've done a balcony set and I have a coffee house set that I've had for months now that I have not started just because I haven't had the time to. So I would take a day to finally start building my little coffee house. That's awesome. Put on the shelf. Is it like adult Legos like? For lack of a better phrase, or do you paint them or what do you do? So what surprised me when I got my first one is that it was literally like pieces of wood and like all this different color paper. Like it was more involved than I thought it would. It was almost like you're building a model and everything is cut out. I didn't have to get saws or anything, but you can paint them. But like I assembled a little couch um furniture I cut like all Ikea. these little pants out or not pants plants yeah. <laughs> plants out things of like that where it was just it was really tedious but I love like looking at the finished product I even wired a little light that was for the balcony that's hanging from the ceiling so I was like cool I feel like I couldn't like do this on my own but it was kind of cool I like the right. whole creation process of it all that's well, a really good example of self-care yeah like something to do for your like to spark your creative side i'm tasking yes, you to so. do that in the next 90 days and Ooh, you'll have to report like back that. yeah like take I a like day that. for yourself maybe a crappy rainy day you know and because i'm sure we've been talking about it where i'm sure we're going to get another fifty-two thousand hurricanes yes. so maybe a crappy day when the tropical storm is cruising through and sit down and clear that off your your list, your clients can wait. That challenge, yes, they can wait. But like, yeah. you don't need ads right now. I'm good <laughs> on a coffee house. 
and it's going to be adorable. And, and then if you are so inclined, send us a picture. Yeah, I will for this and for the accountability too, because otherwise <laughs> it'll be 90 it'll days never get done. Now. You'll be like, they won't even remember. Yeah. (laughs) So where can people find you? And like, how can they, yeah, how can they get in touch with you if they want to, you know, do you do discovery calls? How can they sort of find you and and get in touch with you? Sure. My website is crystalcherrydigital.com. And you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Crystal Cherry Digital. So if you Google Crystal Cherry Digital, you will find me. So feel free to send me a a DM on Instagram. Or if you go to my website, you can can book a discovery call there. No obligation. And we'll talk talk about your project and, you know, what you want to do with ads. That's awesome. That is awesome. Thank you for coming on our show. And uh, we hope that you will come back. We can talk more about. Because you never know what's going to happen. I mean, Facebook is jumping into like clubhouse sort of stuff. So does that mean there's going to be ads in there? And, you know, we're going to see ads on clubhouse. So I'm sure this is going to be opening up more things and more questions for people. So and what about um, ads on LinkedIn? I mean, so much to talk about. There is. There's always more more places to go with ads. (laughs) Hopefully you'll come back and and talk to our uh, listeners more about that. In the meantime. Follow us on everywhere at Mergio Enterprises ourselves and in our Facebook group, the Business Managers Podcast Facebook group. We drop all of our our guests live, not live, our guests free gifts in there or any goodies that they have. So check that out and um, tune in for the next episode. And as we like to say, you never know what's going to happen. You really don't. It can go off on a tangent. We could be talking about who knows. So Tune in, tell your friends, and we will see you on the next episode, everybody. Bye. 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 Did you enjoy today's episode? If you did, help us grow with a follow, rate, and review. Check us out online at mergioenterprises.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Mergio Enterprises. See you next week and tell your friends.